Broadcasting live from Mount Clemens, Michigan. This is Only the Best Herbs with Ryan Bolda. I just wanted to create a show and a community where you could be yourself and learn about all natural medicine. What's going on everybody? It's Ryan here from Surgeons LLC. Um, today I'm with Kristen. She is the owner of a new upcoming business. Um, I'm definitely going to let her explain about this because she is really excited. I'm really excited for her. So, all right, Kristen, what do you got for us? So it's a uh, red squirrel mycology. And um, basically, you know, I'm gonna be putting out a hardware line that um, is unique. Um, I don't. I don't think anybody has has done it before, and certainly not a whole product line. And it's geared mainly towards um, making mycology like more user friendly for the beginner, for like the um, absolute beginner, you know. And I'm going to be doing some um, some kits along with the line to like you know starter packs to help people have like what they need and some videos to go along with them just you know i mean there are you know pgt and um the um you know the rookie uh mycologists and all those people who have trailblazed in terms of like providing instructional videos um mm-hmm. you know but i think that everybody learns a little differently so you know, watching their videos might be more helpful for certain people than watching mine might be helpful for, you know, other people. So, you know, I think there's room in that space, you know, to grow in order to help people. Most definitely. Most definitely. So real quick, I wanted to talk about these seeds and glass that we have, these glass pipes. Glass pipes are really, in my opinion, really nice. Right here, we got a bubbler. Um, you know, we let this go for probably around 30, 35 bucks. Um, it's really nice. Uh, and here we got seeds, right? We got candy cookies. We got crazy kush. And we got ruga cookies, which I kind of like the name of this. Um, it's kind of this is how they come message in a bottle right seeds in a bottle uh, company Ruga Montato uh, we partnered up with them for what is called the hemp for humanity uh, we're still doing that by the way it's just taking some time and yeah contact me if you are interested in possibly glass like this or top quality feminized genetics, courtesy of Ruga Monteto. We need more dependable mycology supplies. Um, contamination is a huge issue. It's the number one issue uh, mycologists face daily when um, working with microbials or mushrooms, fungus in general, I suppose. But you know, it's a, it's not a new industry. You know, it's definitely a trending industry at the moment. However, it's, it's not new. Um, what would you say? 
you think it's the time to get into the microbial business now? I mean, clearly you think so, right? Yeah, I think so. I've read that the, um, you know, the increase in popularity was really spurred by, um, by COVID-19 um, and people trying to find natural ways to help themselves. For you know, sure. That's, when I was looking at the industry and the metrics of it and everything, that's apparently where, like, there's a, been a big boom in the last couple of years. And that's why, um, you um, know, and it's, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that, you know, like, so it's just, you know, it's, it's wild. So I wanted to touch on your backstory a little bit. Um, I know you were in college, you studied microbials or um, biochemistry actually, right? Tell me a little bit more about uh, your schooling and your background. So um, I went to school when I was younger to get a, uh, my undergrad in bioorganic chemistry with the, you know, the aim of going on the PhD track uh, for research. But a couple years in, I got really sick and I had to leave school in order to get treatment. So. Um, so that was put on pause for a while. And then um, once I recovered, I didn't go back to school immediately. Um, I started working in the horse industry because I grew up loving and riding horses. So I just kind of went right into the workforce. I was itching to do something, you know? Uh -huh. um, so, you know, I, I worked my way up from being a regular horse groom to an international level horse groom where I worked with like Olympic level athletes. Yeah, I flew on a, you know, a big 747 cargo plane with horses to England. Hello from Amsterdam. So Coco Bell and I are currently in a 747 at the airport waiting to be unloaded because there is a windstorm, the likes of which nobody has ever seen before. So I opted to stay on board with the horses, take care of them because, well, duh, you know, I mean, they can't be alone. Can you, Coco, say hi? You know, Amsterdam, buddy. We're almost there. And Beebs is back there too. Can't really see her. But we are waiting and I am going to make them a little bit more mash and feed some extra apples, the reserve. Um, we might have a, a long, uh, long wait here, a couple more hours, but we're in the home stretch. And uh, yeah, so say goodbye, Coco. Say bye, bye. Ba, 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 ba. I definitely have some some stories, you know, as one of four people on this giant aircraft. It was just wild. You know, me, three other people, and two horses, and a plane full of flowers from Argentina. <laughs> to um, Amsterdam. Yeah. What? That was like a, that, what a visual. Yeah, I've got videos too of the flight, um, you know, the plane, 
and it's crazy because you know it's just nuts because you go from you know the top of the airplane where it's kind of like the nose where you see like the windows there's like the pilots and then eight seats and then there's a um there's a door that leads out and a a ladder down into the cargo that cargo is full just like full of flowers cut flowers and it smells like like nothing you've ever smelled and um you know and, and then there are horses and I, I had to go and check on the horses every two hours on this you know transatlantic flight mm -hmm. you gotta carry it tank with you in case the plane depressurizes and it's just like real it's crazy wow um, that's tense yeah that's tense wow wow that is so cool um i know we had talked a little bit uh earlier before this interview um so you you are currently retired from horse training and doing all that and your 757s right yeah, I retired, you know, I got really, um, dis, I would say disenchanted with it, um, due to the human side of it. There's, um, there are a lot of like human rights violations in the industry. Um, you know, in terms of like how many hours you work, no fair compensation with that. Um, and then the, and with the amount of hours and the physical nature of the work, um, there should be more staff. But the people that run these businesses, you know, it's all about cost because nobody regulates it. You know, they put a lot on one person. Yeah, there's uh, verbal, physical abuse, um, you know, and also taking care, just like taking advantage of undocumented workers in this country. It's also a big thing. Um, which I mean is part of the course, unfortunately, but you know it's just it's a it's a there's definitely a dark side to it, and um, I just I couldn't do it anymore. So, long story short. So you had mentioned that you were going to school, right, and you weren't able to finish because you had gotten sick. What we haven't really touched on yet is the struggle you had with Lyme disease and the story behind that because you figured out you had it at a young age. So the day that I found out like what Lyme disease was and that I may have it, I was 20, I think I was about 23. Um, and I had been experiencing, so like before that, I, I was experiencing for over a decade, these weird symptoms. Um, and I had seen, they started at age 11 and I, I saw every kind of doctor um, and nobody could figure out what was wrong. And I'm, I'm in South Florida, just for reference. Um, and nobody would think to, to search for Lyme disease. So, you know, I was kind of told that it's in my head, there's something wrong um, and just to push through. And so I did that until I was, <laughs> I did that until I was 23. And um, my, I, I started to get these really severe neurological symptoms where I was tripping, my speech was slurred, um, and my my fingertips. So the day that I that I found out I might have Lyme disease, my fingertips started to go numb, and I was not really able to breathe well. So I went to my university clinic, and 
a nurse practitioner there, like after I got oxygen, my O2 was really low. Um, after I received that, then the nurse practitioner said, you know, we had been talking a little bit and talking a little bit about horses and she put together that I could have Lyme. And so she did the testing for that. I had to go in, I think every week to get my blood tested because Lyme can hide in the body and the time that it tends to express itself and you can catch the antibodies are when um, is when the, the moon is at its fullest. So wow. it, it cycles with the moon. So I had to get tested every week um, to make sure I didn't, catch, didn't you know, miss it. And lo and behold, um, it showed up and that, um, that nurse practitioner knew of one of the the leading um, doctors in the field of treatment. Uh, and she got me a referral to go to her. So it took me a couple months to get in, but yes, I did have, I did have Lyme and it was causing everything. So Damn. I had to go through treatment, which for, for my level of severity, I was kind of in like end stage Lyme at the time, um, you know, almost to the point of no return. And I had to do six months of um, doxycycline and the normal, which is an antibiotic that at a normal level would be about 50 milligrams would be the, the dose. Okay. Uh, and mine was 200 milligrams for six months. So that was really, really harsh on my system. And, um, I also did, uh, part of the treatment was herbal medicines as well. Um, well, you are on a show called only the best herbs. So what kind of, her uh, what kind of natural remedies are you talking about? There's banderol and cemento, which come from a tree in the Amazon. That's just bark, the bark of the tree. Um, mm. and it actually destroys biofilms on Lyme. Um, and a biofilm is kind of like a protective, um, like armor almost around the Lyme particles. Mm -hmm. And wow. the immune system can't break through it. Like the immune system can attack it as much as it wants. And it actually, it hides with the biofilms. It can go dormant. You can have a ton of it in your system and, you know, your body can't fight it. That's so, so confusing. I know. I know. That's so that's so crazy. It's wild. Um, and so I use the herbal therapies and a whole host of, you know, conventional medicine. Um, and it took me five years to feel something like normal again, or for the first time since I was 11, you know, um, and that was, it's wild. You know, years later you get, find out you're in remission um, you worked with doctors to get back healthy and whatnot. Describe to me day one. How did you feel once you, you know, you started to feel better and realized you were in remission and everything was going to be okay? I think it's, it's like joy, you know, because there's, it's just, there's just a lot of, of joy with it because I felt like I was trapped and limited in my body, by my body for so long. And suddenly uh, there's just this blank check to do whatever I wanna do. 
and I can do anything that a normal person can do now. And like so many things were off limits to me. Like, like I couldn't, I couldn't go, I couldn't go outside for very long because I would like really like overheat really quick. Um, you know, all of my joints hurt in my body. That's, that's just, that just blows my mind. And I'm so glad you got that. I'm so glad you got that back. Me too. Me too. I mean, it's um, that feeling that, you know, you can do anything. It's just, it's really freeing, you know, and I still, I can still remember quite vividly how it felt, you know, and it's like, that's why I feel, you know, such sympathy and compassion for people who have things like fibromyalgia, um, MS, you know, any, you know, any debilitating um, rheumatoid arthritis, anything that is, you know, really holding somebody back and like the, the pains of that every day, you know, I really feel for them. You know, it's, 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 it's hard. It's, yeah. it's really hard. All right. So after this, uh, you live your life, right? And then you get the idea to start the red squirrel mycology business, right? How much of, uh, um, inspiration would you say beating your Lyme disease has been for starting your business well so when I was um when I was you know at my first attempt my first go around at my undergrad which I'm I'm now back at school again to complete that um, but at my, at my first go around um, I was a biochemical lab assistant um in school and I was working on a term project for um, the head of the department who, so he, he was, um, he's working on broad spectrum and I'm fairly sure that he still is um, PRMT, um, PRMT research, which is um, protein arginine methyltransferases. Um, they're enzymes that catalyze the addition of methyl groups on protein arginine. So, mm. and they are implicated, um, long story short, they're implicated in like their, their role, they have a role in the pro progression of human disease and the onset of disease. So like, you know, cardiovascular issues, prostate cancer, brain, colon, cancer, skin cancer, they're all like that they're involved. And like the dirty business. Mm -hmm. So we were working on um, isolating and activating these enzymes that are very poorly researched um, or were at the time. And um, we were using that essentially to, in the hopes of developing cancer vaccines. So it was cancer vaccine research. Um, and I successfully isolated and activated PRMT5. And I think I was the only one in the lab to successfully isolate and activate an enzyme aside from the professor. Um, and so that is in a deep freezer somewhere, all that activated enzyme that he's probably using to, you know, to advance that research. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a history, you know, I've wanted to advance medicine, um, you know, and I want to help cure diseases and help manage them. So, you know, that's, that's always been a passion. And then, you know, finding out I had, finding out that I had Lyme going through that process, um, the use Beating of, it. 
beating it. Yeah, beating it. Um, you know, and going through going through that that whole process. Um, you know, it's it's reinforced that that passion in me for sure. Um, so with Red Squirrel, you know, ultimately beyond you know selling the the basic you know, the products and, you know, whatever else I'm selling, it's, it's really, my goal is to, to advance medicine um, and the understanding, the scientific understanding of, you know, natural and naturally derived remedies, you know, For sure. because, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's research being done on, you know, neurogenesis with, uh, you know, mushrooms with psilocybe, lion's mane, reishi, you know, those kinds. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I want to, I want to get into that, you know, and see, see what comes of it for sure. I, I thought this multiple times while you're, you know, while you're speaking, like if no one else has told, told you, like, you're a hero, you're legitimately a hero out there trying to cure diseases, molecular level molecular hero that's that's really awesome that's really awesome so we've talked about a little bit about the red squirrel mycology uh you have a big launch coming up tell me about that so um i'm going to be launching my first product line uh, on october 1st um and it's going to be that that beginner, well, and I shouldn't just say beginner because there's not, that's the, the inspiration for it is to make, make a line of, how do I say, growth medium, um, like jars, um, bags, make it, make it easier, but also potentially reducing contamination um because you know contamination is the biggest um issue we have with growing mushrooms and mushroom research research and everything um so For i'm sure. really looking hone in on any any little way i can to reduce contam and you know i was looking at this initially as just lids that i would make for myself and it's like well you know why stop there you know lids mm -hmm. um you know, bags, etc. Just being big about it right now, but you'll see. Yeah, I'm sure I will see, and I'm excited to see too. Um, the one thing I had to ask you, though, and we have talked a little bit about it, is the inspiration behind the red squirrel. Like, where did you get the name from? So it's it's actually a pretty funny um, story. So the so first off, I'm I'm a redhead. So that's kind of where the red squirrel came in, but and I'm a little crazy, a little nuts, you know. Um, but the the squirrels on my property where I live now are hilarious creatures because we have these um, we have a bunch of mango trees, and you know when the mango fruit drops, it ferments and creates alcohol. So it's like they're like these alcoholic fruits, and the squirrels eat them on purpose uh -huh. and they just they're drug squirrels running around that's awesome so, 
just there's chaos you know and they're they're hilarious to watch because they're doing things that just don't make sense <laughs> even for a squirrel <laughs> even for a squirrel um so that's kind of where you know red squirrel came from for me so just they're, they're hilarious and so another another aspect of um my shop and what i'm going to offer i'm uh, i mean potentially what i'm working on um it's in very early stages whether it be agar uh, grain jars grain bags that sort of thing i'm looking at you know accelerating timelines without use of antibiotics um you know that's that's mainly like that's another another area mm -hmm. products so and that's actually what i'm going to go and do today um yeah. in, you know, stage you know stage one of that I have a I have a Facebook page and I have a website in development. Um, the Facebook page is uh, Red Squirrel Mycology. Um, that's the name, and there's also you know that's also the link. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I mean just watch out for my products. I'm going to drop them, uh, you know, October first, and there's also going to be um, some giveaways as well. So and that's going to be in. Swampy State, and I think also um, by you and your page as well. For sure. So there's going to be a bunch of giveaways going on. I want people to try my product, you know, and um, yeah, that's it. Stay tuned. I'm excited. I'm really excited. All right, everybody. I appreciate everyone who tuned in this week. Um, just a reminder, we're on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to that. Um, we're gonna have content on there that you can only find on the Apple Podcasts. So be sure to subscribe to that. Big thank you to Kristen for showing up today and representing the Red Squirrel and Mycology. Um, stay tuned for her launch in October. Um, next week we have part two of my interview with my partner Sheila definitely don't want to miss that um, again my name is Ryan Bolda I'll see you soon you'll see me soon